0: I'm and Fagan. This is the bigger picture we're breaking from regular programming because of the events of this morning. Former Prime Minister Najib Razak was charged in both the Sessions Court uh, and the High Court. Today we have been following uh, the progress of this story since 6 this morning. Uh, we just spoke to Latifa Koya before the news to find out uh, exactly what a gag order meant the, the judge uh, in the case um, has um, 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 allowed for an interim gag order as requested by Najib's lawyers. Uh, we're now going to turn to Bridget Welsh, Professor of Political Science at John Cabot University. Uh, Bridget, great to have you back.
1: Yes, great to be here. Thanks. We, we Very we, historic day. It is
0: indeed. Melissa and Sherrod spoke to you this morning. It's now 2 p.m. A lot has happened since the breakfast grill. Um, tell me, what are your, what are your main takeaways uh, from hearing, I guess, the, the events of the bail hearing, this gag order?
1: Well, I think, you know, uh, it's, it's moving ahead. Uh, I think, uh, it's, but it's very early days yet in the sense that it's, uh, this is just SRC International. I think there are going to be more charges laid and I think the, the, uh, Attorney General has, uh, clearly pointed to that in that direction. Um, and also we've seen the mobilization of people around Najib, which is expected, um, uh, using the kind of narrative that is also race-based, uh, uh, and I think that is also something we that is that is likely to continue, um, as Najib tries to use the, uh, his connections to his party and to uh, using these sets of issues uh, to mobilize sympathy for him.
0: Uh, Bridget, earlier this morning uh, you talked a little bit about, I guess, the uh, public's uh, thirst for justice and how this is going to be one for the long haul. We found out, I guess, case, um, I guess, the case hearing and the trial is set for next year, 2019. That's a long wait between July and February.
1: Oh, it is indeed. But I think that uh, um, there are likely to be more charges given the fact that uh, the, the predominance of the issues in 1MDB itself have yet to be addressed. Um, and I think there are some areas that have such involving anti-money laundering provisions which also have not been, uh, uh, have not moved forward, but are likely to move forward. So I think uh, uh, it, you're going to see, just like on the 1MDB issue, a multi-layered type of issues that are going to come out in the cases themselves um, as they are laid against the former prime minister.
0: Bridget, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about, I guess, the optics of uh, what has been going on with two things in particular. One, uh, the first being, I guess, some of the thuggish behavior that we've seen uh, from Najib Razak supporters throughout this morning and throughout the day. And the second being, I guess, the inability of the attorney general to speak Malay um, in these press conferences. How do you think that's going to affect public perception, um, especially among uh, the Malay population?
1: Well, I think it was very ironic that many of the signs that the that Najib supporters were using were actually in English. Um, uh, and they were the ones calling for for the attorney general to use English. Um, that said, I think that uh, uh, that the, the, the discussion um, uh, will for the public in Malaysia needs to be in uh, uh, English and Malay. And I think the attorney general faces a, uh, the task of him improving his Malay in order to have to be more effective uh, to embrace a larger, wider audience. Uh, but I think this kind of di- racialized discussion doesn't take away from the substance of the issues and the charges that are being placed. Um, so, I th- But it is given, given the fact that we had that there are these groups, these paramilitary groups with an UMNO, uh, you can think that they're going to use these types of racialized types of issues uh, as they move forward.
0: And and, and what of uh, UMNO-Sagari then?
1: well you know uh unfortunately uh this is one one of the what i call this morning the ugly faces of omno um and i think what this is likely to to persist um uh, uh but i think it will backfire uh, as it has in the past the more confrontational they become uh, the more they uh, they are seen as actually engaging in tactics that the, uh, the public do not like and even though there is a gag order, as you noticed earlier, um, uh, on issues, is that, that you're not gonna, in this environment of New Malaysia, there are going to be extensive discussions, uh, over the details in the case that are not gonna be able to, to, to be closed off. Um, and part of what's gonna be discussed are the paramilitary actions of UMNO itself, and, and I think this is, this reflects on the entire party, and there are many in the party who would not, who would choose not to take that particular approach. Um, yeah, it's only a small section of that, the party. Um, and the sympathy, uh, it, you know, it's very difficult to be uh, sympathetic to people who are, who are basically being very confrontational um, uh, in, in their approaches.
0: Uh, Bridget, uh, what about I guess political optics and family ties? Uh, we saw an Instagram post earlier this morning from Raj Razak's daughter, but uh, the one person we didn't see today really was Rosmah Mansor. I mean, she wasn't by her husband's side as he faced this, uh, I guess, historic moment.
1: This was actually extraordinarily fascinating. The failure of Rosmah to be there, um, uh, many people felt that uh, that she, uh, you know she's she's been very much part of this this entire uh, his leadership, um, and today her, her absence was glaring, I think, uh, it, you know, there are, raised, there are questions being raised of whether or not she will be charged in the future. Uh, And the fact that she did not stand by her man this morning um, uh, basically raises, uh, puts those questions even more uh, out in the public arena.
0: Uh, Which, of course, runs in the face of uh, any kind of public trial that we've seen, uh, uh, not just in Malaysia, but of course uh, all over the world, whether it's a man standing by his woman or a woman standing by her man.
1: Well, you know, Rosma has been targeted, has been seen as, as, a, as a leading force of a lot of the financial issues in the Najib administration. Um, and, 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 and many of these business deals uh, are, are perceived and alleged to be involved in these things. And so as such, um, you know, her, pre- her lack of presence there raises more questions uh, than, it, than it gives us answers.
0: Uh, Bridget, before I let you go, uh, uh, just about Amnor politics and I guess the support that Najib Razak is getting at the moment. I mean, we've seen these charges. Um, like you said, uh, this, is, uh, this is just the first array of charges with SRC International, but yet they're incredibly serious. Um, and it feels like Amnor uh, is still staunchly behind their former leader.
1: Well, I mean the all indications in the the Amno election and others is that Najib is still controlling a lot of power and maintains a lot of support. Uh, but, the, but the fact is that uh, what happens in Umno is not what happens in Malaysia anymore. And as a result, I think that this puts Umno in a more precarious position politically, uh, not only within itself, but also vis-a-vis the public at large. I think what's more important right now is not what's happening in Umno, it's how Malaysians themselves feel about this process and whether or not the, 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 uh, we're gonna see a rule of law process that is gonna be not only judicious, but also, uh, lead to some results that are actually gonna have allow Malaysia to move forward and out of this important scandal.
0: I'll tell you what I'm hoping for a reality TV show
1: (laughs) Well it's a lot of drama and I think you know uh, people will have to be patient Um, I I think there are going to be lots of characters that are being involved and I think we're going to see the courtroom many different times um, as as the drama unfolds
0: Bridget Welsh always a pleasure thank you so much for joining us
1: you're most welcome. Take
0: care. That was Bridget Welsh, Professor of Political Science at John Cabot University. After this, we're going to be crossing over to Jason Limo, intrepid BFM reporter who's been on the ground, God knows, since about 5 a.m. this morning. Uh, we're going to find out what's been going on outside the Duta courts. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, the business station.